Okay, so I don't know how to say this, but our house is haunted. Your house is haunted? I don't know if this context is going to make sense to anybody else but Evan, but like, so you know how I've been having microphone problems? Yeah. Yeah, so we're trying to troubleshoot and we, like, Nathan's doing all of his techie stuff while I'm like traveling for work, whatever. And he's like, okay, I figured it out. It has to do with the grounding of the microphone. So if you plug into the laptop, no power attached, it it works perfectly. I was like, okay, great. So I come home, plug into my laptop, no power attached, and it's still giving that incessant buzzing noise. Okay. And we try on Nathan's computer and it does it again. So we go back to the kitchen where he was testing and the noise isn't there. So it's only in my office that I get this buzzing background noise on, like, the microphone. So your office is hot. When you turn the lights off, it's less, but it's still there. So, like, I don't know what the hell type of ghosts have electrical interference going on in my it's office. It's a ghost but with a migraine. It's the only room, <laughs> it's the only room in the house that that it does that in. And I Man, have no idea. There's a website where you can type in your home address and see if anyone was murdered and or killed themselves in it. Uh, I think I could go without knowing that kind of information of where I live. Well, I already, Josh, I'm sure many people have been murdered where you live, but I, uh, fair. I'm, uh, <laughs> I know Nathan and Courtney's address and I'm not going to tell him the website so I can find it first. And I'm, I'm going already, to, I'm already I, there. You know, I, wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm not going to pay $12. <laughs> pay $12. Just break the law. Just go ask, just go ask in Courtney's office if there's a ghost and they have to tell you legally. That's how it works. Right. I like how uh, the beginning of this whole cold open, Courtney said, I don't know how to say this. And I said, this. Yeah, that was the peak of comedy. <laughs> we will not. We, yeah. we, we peaked two seconds in. The show has ended. It's all downhill for me. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the GoTech Please Don't Die podcast, a show devoted to tech going and hopefully not dying. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. I'm Josh. I'm Courtney. <laughs> I think that worked. I think Josh. I, was I like think a that millis- was a millisecond. Maybe I snuck in there. I don't know. Yeah, it, Josh it was second. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Wait, Josh was third for me. Oh God, the ghost is on the fourth. Podcast. I mean, yeah, fourth. I was counting the ghost. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and, I, and I'm the ghost. <laughs> anyway, what do you think ghost sounds like? Is it? Is it not? Yeah. Oh, sorry. At least the my one pop- in Courtney's office. My apologies. You know, something supernatural must be going on because apparently we're official members of the media now. Evan, you just went to Conference USA Media Days. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you got a media badge like three years ago or four years ago or something. So yeah, but I, it was I guess to I'm just Delaware. Delaware is not even really a state. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people that don't want Delaware like as a state. I'm in so Delaware. It was the first Delaware state. don't have SEC football, Paul. <laughs> 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 So, yeah, I went to Conference USA Media Days. Um, I had reached out to our boy Chris Mikoski um, a few weeks ago, just being like, hey, do you know, like, if they accept, you know, podcast slash Twitter accounts at this event? And he was like, yeah, let me send an email. And so shout out to him for kind of getting me set up with that. But, uh, yeah, it was in Arlington. So I decided to take a half day off from work and uh, pretend to be in the media for a day. I mean, technically, podcast and Twitter are sources of media, so... Excuse you, you mean X? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're not talking so about follow that us here. on X or whatever the fuck. Thanks, Elon. You're on X? That may be a problem. 
had a nightmare about a female Elon, and her name was Shelon Musk. <laughs> no. Damn. That is terrifying. <laughs> is that what the Barbie movie's about? Yes. <laughs> Sounds closer to Oppenheimer, but yeah. Oppenheimer was great. Yeah, I want to go see it on that 70 millimeter screen. But anyway, yeah. So, I mean, it was a, an interesting experience. Um, I didn't really get to talk. My my hope was to get some uh, clips from, you know, Coach Cumbie and the two players that were there, Smoke Harris and Deshaun Hall. Um, but I did not get to talk to them like one-on-one and do any recording. So um, I did, you know, sit in on the press conference with tech and then i really the best thing for me was one i got to meet kenneth dixon and ask him what his favorite touchdown as a bulldog was um so that was awesome we can talk about that and then i had a pretty good candid conversation with dr wood um about you know his thoughts on sort of the the state of conference usa the state of like the new media deal and that sort of thing and he really like got into like the mindset behind it so I figure we could run through some of that stuff and like, you know, if you guys have questions or, uh, you know, want to make jokes at my expense for pretending like I'm a media member that, you know, that'd be great. I want to start off with the first question. Did you ever get confused about what sport you were talking about? Because it took place at a baseball stadium. Uh, I, I did not. Okay. But no further questions. I yielded my time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was interesting, man. So it was at the Rangers stadium, which is this, you know, really nice um, new stadium. stadium. Like they... They spent a billion or so dollars on it. Um, how many, and by uh, they, I mean, how many World Series got? Uh, 46 last I heard, I think. Oh, wow. Damn. Damn. <laughs> um, yeah, but but so it was just on the concourse of the baseball stadium. So honestly, like, you know, not where you'd expect it to be, I guess. Um, American Athletic Conference Media Days were next door at Texas Live, which is basically just like a big giant sports bar outside the stadium. Now that sounds like a fun venue. Yeah, so, I mean, theirs was probably a little bit more, like, the setup probably made a little bit more sense, but you walked right in the stadium from the front front doors, and, like, right in front of you is where they're doing press conferences, so it was kind of weird, because you walk right in, and, and then you're like, oh, shit, like, they're talking to Jacksonville State right now, or whatever, so I'll watch this, I guess. Um, but then they had the ESPN interview area set up upstairs, and there were a couple of different, like, rooms where... The players were doing like social media stuff for the conference and um, stuff like that. They had free food, some like candy and chips and granola bars and then like drinks. And they served lunch. So that was cool. Shout out to Conference USA, I guess. You're still uh, alive. So it wasn't poisoned. <laughs> yes. Um, apparently, we haven't pissed anybody off enough at the conference to, uh, yeah. to try to take me out. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, I think all the people we've like mostly pissed off are gone. I I like to see that the Columbia Blue jerseys made an appearance. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was pretty cool. I uh, did a little thread of the uniforms that were there on display. Um, most of which were not great, but I really like New Mexico State's man. I, I don't know that helmet is that helmet's fucking really nice. nice. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. A top two state flag, and it's not number two. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's number it's, two. I live in a state that requires me by law to list the Maryland state flag as the number one state flag. It, it, it is a cult. Maryland's, the state is a cult. Maryland's flag just has a lot going on, man. I'm yeah, not a huge and it's fan great. of it's, that one. It's, it's amazing. Too, uh, nope, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to criticize. You live here too. I'm not. I was gonna say what the flag <laughs> was. Jeez. It's like two different ideas. Like it's crammed. Too, 
I can't for, remember. It's like two uh, coat of arms. Is that what it yeah. is? Yes. It's two different coat of arms. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> join us. Join us on our other podcast about vexillology. Yeah, go vexillology. Um, <laughs> can't even say yeah. it. Go vex, please don't die. Yeah, go vex, please don't die. There we go. That's what I should have said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was it was cool. Like the press conference, I didn't ask any questions or anything. I just kind of listened to everybody else. Honestly, Tech had the biggest crowd for that, so there were plenty of questions coming in from the crowd that was there. It was probably you know maybe fifteen or so media members um, in the room, and then you know uh, Ben asked a couple questions on Zoom. So like. You know, I had a couple questions jotted down that I thought about asking, but everybody else uh, kind of filled up the the twenty minute interview or uh, press conference. And you know, Coach Cumby said stuff that we've come to expect him to say, right? Like, yeah, they're they're excited to to get back on the field. They really want to get off to a fast start against FIU. You know, what was interesting was that every single player that I saw the whole time, like regardless of what team they played for looked like so uncomfortable to be there it was just it was kind of funny like they just looked either like they didn't care or like it was like the most uncomfortable thing they've ever done and it's just like kind of funny to me to imagine because you know here i am i'm just some random guy right i'm not even like a a member of the media and like they just seemed really nervous but at one point um matt bellinson from the rustin daily leader asked smoke like you know, what do you guys think? What are your expectations for this season? And Smoke Harris said, we finna run the conference. So, um, like that only, confidence. Only after every single good team left. Well, hey, then we better, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> we got stuff to prove. Yeah, we were picked fourth in the conference. So, uh, yeah, if we're going to run it, let's run it, you know. Um. Deshaun Hall gave a shout out to one of his business professors and an answer to a question. That was pretty cool to see. I mean, the main thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about is my conversation, um, one with Kenneth Dixon and then two with Dr. Wood. What do y'all want to hear about first? I feel like the less time consuming one would be what you talked about with Dixon. So why don't you start with that? So I'm what talking to Dr. Like? <laughs> what did he smell like? Oh my God. <laughs> He smelled like greatness, Josh. He smelled like greatness. Um, <laughs> I knew it. I was, he smelled like a 99-yard touchdown run against ULL in 2014. Uh, um, savor that. I didn't enjoy that one too much. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first. That was the first away game that, of my freshman year. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh wow, three right in, huh? The first home game was the Northwestern State loss. Oh no! It was great. Yeah, so I'm talking with Dr. Wood, right? And Kenneth Dixon walks by, and I didn't even notice. Like, I was, my back was turned to where he walked by, and Dr. Wood literally goes, Oh, you probably want to say hi to Kenneth Dixon, right? And I was like, Uh, yeah, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> just like drool dripping from my mouth. <laughs> I, I, the alternative is also kind of funny fan. where you just yell, Oh, God, no, then jump out through the nearest window because you're too afraid of it. Yeah. Imagine defenestrating yourself before, <laughs> instead of meeting a LaTeX legend. <laughs> what a fun so, response. Oh, God. Jumps in the <laughs> Yeah, I was on the second floor, too, so it would have yeah. hurt to fall out of that. Um, Finds a window in a baseball stadium anyway. But so, yeah, Dr. Wood, you know, goes over to goes over to Kenneth and is like, Hey Kenneth, I want you to meet Evan. He's uh he's with one of you know he's an alum. He's one of our one of our fan accounts on Twitter and all this stuff. And uh, 
I think I said like, you know, it's an honor to meet you. And, you know, he was like, oh yeah, like, you know, he's, he's Kenneth Dixon, man. I don't even know <laughs> what he said. And then I was like, I have to ask you like, what, what was your like favorite touchdown? If you think back on your time at tech, like what's your favorite one? And he, he goes, oh man, that's hard. You know? And then I was like, yeah, I know. Like he scored a lot of them, man. Like, <laughs> and, and he goes like, he took like maybe five seconds to think. And then he's like, I got to say the A&M one. And I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like your face mask is ripped off to the side. I was in the end zone. You for know? That one. Yep. And, uh, and he was like, yep, exactly. And then, and then he says, but a second one would be in my second year. We were like barely beating FIU late in the game. And, you know, we were just trying to get a few yards to set up a better field goal. So they ran a screen pass to me and I like, and he said, like, I, you know, I, I ended up scoring a touchdown. Like he didn't go into like the juking people and all that stuff that he I'm sure accomplished on that play. But I looked it up later. It was a 39 yard touchdown. So yeah, you're just trying to get a little closer, um, for field goal range. And I looked at, you know, we were, we were up 12 to seven. So that field goal would put you up eight points. So that's kind of the goal there. Um, but a touchdown's even better. So, <laughs> um, so he said that one would be a close second. And, uh, and I, I mentioned the 99 yarder against ULL and he was like, yeah, that one was good. I was like, yeah, I guess like nobody really touched you. You just had to run. Right. And he was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's just exhausting more than anything. Um, it's a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, then I asked him like, you know, what, what's he up to today? Uh, or what's he up to now? And, he said, you know, he he came back home. His wife, um, who uh, went to Southern and then I think um, LSUS and then transferred to Tech to play women's basketball. His wife is trying to be a women's basketball coach now. So they're getting started on that. So he's like supporting that. And they're they're kind of living at home, raising their two kids. And, um, you know, so that's what Kenneth Dixon's up to now. A little mini. Where are they now? But, um, yeah, great experience to get to meet him. And he's unemployed. Maybe. I, I don't know. But um, then then he was getting pulled away to do an interview, I think, for one of the TV stations, because um, the reason he was there is because he got inducted in the Conference USA Hall of Fame. Um, so I think on Monday night they did a ceremony um, for everybody that was inducted. And so he and his family were here. That's where he belongs, and, uh, the yeah. Hall of Fame. I did not realize how close in age Kenneth Dixon was to us. He's 29. He's younger than me. Oh, God. Am I Kenneth Dixon? <laughs> 29? I'm Kenneth Dixon? I, uh, is, is Josh Kenneth Dixon? Have we seen them both in the same room at the same time? Yes. Matt, oh, several your times. question about <laughs> him being unemployed, according to this website that uh, I'm looking at, his net worth in 2023 was $1 million to $5 million. His one NFL contract was $2.7 million max payout, and he didn't finish right. it. Does that website and also tell you if people died in your house? It does not. No. And it, uh, and that's not including tax. So he probably only took home about one seven, which, I mean, that is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but could it have lasted him all these years? I doubt it. So the other thing that I thought was in really interesting was I got to talk um, really quite a bit with Dr. Wood, which I don't know if, if y'all have all met him before, but he is, no. he is really, really good at the like like the personability of his job if that's a word it's not like he is very very personable he remembers who you are even if you're not a donor even if you're not like some big shot you know like tech alum that's like a big deal 
you know, he he walked over to me and was like, oh, Evan, thanks for coming. You know, like didn't have to look at my name tag to know who I was. Like he knows who I am, which is crazy because I've met him twice before. Uh, once at Bucky's after the um, Austin Regional last year and then once at um, the barbecue restaurant after after the Rice homecoming game um, last year. So wow, you guys are best pals, huh? Yeah, yeah, we're we're bros, man. We talked um, quite a bit about like sort of the landscape of the conference and like he was telling me about, you know, how it's going to be challenging to entice people to come to the new game schedule that we have, right? That it's, you know, we play on a Thursday, we play on a Friday, we play on a Tuesday, right? Like, um, and they're really hoping to figure out how to get students to show up. So I was telling them about, and this is before all y'all's time, but I was telling them about the Wednesday night game, my freshman year, where I think we had 27,000 in the stands for a game against Houston or uh, Hawaii. The team wasn't even good that year. We went four and eight, but it was just like a, like a cool thing to do midweek. So I, I think there's some opportunity for student engagement. Of course, the landscape now is way different than it was, what, 16 years ago I'm talking about? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, is that is that true? Like, is that possible? That's not right, is it? It's not. It was like 14 no. or 15 math, years ago. 14. 14. Math is not my strong suit, as we've established. But only on um, the show. Still, 14 doesn't make me feel much better. Um, but so he talked about that decision to go to midweek games. And he said that, you know, the two main things they told the consultants, the conference hired consultants to go out and, and try to, you know, come up with a plan for how to get extra money in this media deal and then also extra exposure. And he had a really interesting anecdote that I don't know if he's said any to anybody else um, about this. And he said that, yeah, that is exactly what he said. How did you know? Wow. So vulgar man, he said, he said that that he has met people. So, so, you know, when he travels in airports, right. He, he just wears, (laughs) he wears tech stuff. Yeah. That is the key. You just meet people, Matt. Um, Networking. yeah, so so when he travels, he always wears a tech polo or a tech jacket or something like that. And um, he said that people have come up to him in the airport and said, quote, oh, Raging Cajuns, right? Yeah. Uh, I've heard that before, too. Um, I have also heard that before. Yeah. yeah. And he said, and I quote, that pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. um, and, I, and I was like, yeah. yeah, man, like I've gotten that, too, before. Like, it's it's. Like it sucks, you know? And he was like, yeah, you know, like they've been, they've been good lately in football, right? They've had a couple top 25 seasons. Um, but like really like he views it as like these random people that don't know enough about college football or they don't know enough about, you know, the different schools in Louisiana. They just, they see the game that's on ESPN on a Wednesday night and they're like, they're like, oh yeah, I'll put that on for a little bit. And so it's the brand, the brand identity and exposure that you get from that with random people that we're missing out on by, you know, playing our games on ESPN plus exclusively on Saturday at 3 p.m., right? When there's when Alabama's playing. Yeah, when there's 15 other games going on, including like 10 SEC games, right? Like, you know, I told him, yeah, like I've that's happened to me before too, where people are like, Oh yeah, Raging Cajuns, right? And I'm like, Absolutely not. And they're like, Whoa, man, calm down. Take it <laughs> like, easy, man. No. Well, don't reach for the knife. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and I'll so um, it, it was uh, really interesting because no. he was like, yeah, you know, like I've only been here like a couple years and I'm not from here. I, 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 I'm not an alum, but like that pissed me off. And I was like, yeah, like that's amazing to hear, man. So, you know, I, I thought that was really interesting that like his perspective on that specifically is like, you know, yeah, we wanted more money in the media deal, which we got. But, you know, the consultants came back and said, hey, you're going to have to do something different if you want this level of exposure. And so, you know, the the plan, as he told me, was like, and we've we've already gone through this all, you know, the midweek games and all that. But they said the Mac has November cornered like it's Maction. It's they have a brand for that. Like, let's take October. Let's do that Just in October. It. Yeah, yeah, Kustober, <laughs> oh, exactly. <God>. Yes. <laughs> I don't like that. Let me workshop it a little bit. No, the the hunt for tech up, October. <laughs> yeah, fuck everybody else in Kusa. Okay, I will DM. I'm gonna DM uh, Doctor Wood that right now. Um, also, shout out to Doctor Wood. He took the picture of me and Kenneth Dixon together. So he was he was like, "Oh, you probably want a picture too." And I was like, "Yeah, man, thanks." So- he's a great he's a great guy. <laughs> I mean, the few times we've met him, do we get to vote for who the AD is? Yeah, <laughs> he's got my vote. Yeah, Doctor Wood, uh, number one wingman. Apparently, um, <laughs> I like. Oh, so his first name is Layin the Doctor Layin the Wood. Um, you know, I also I also told him that we were all planning to go uh, to the Nebraska game. So uh, he said, "See you there." So we will have to meet up. Um, oh man, I think they're I think they're planning to maybe do an alumni event. Nice. So my only other big takeaway. Uh, from Conference USA Media Day, I sat down for the uh, commissioner's press conference. And um, did you ask why that lovely woman doesn't return my email? I sent her after a year and a half ago. <laughs> I did actually. Shit. I said, <laughs> I said, Evan Spencer, uh, go tech, please don't die. Um, why haven't you returned Matt's email? Yeah, when I asked you about the state of our conference. Oh my gosh. So what did Judy have to say? <laughs> uh, Judy, you know, she said some of the some of the stuff that you'd expect her to say, right. That, you know, we're really excited about the state of the conference and the 10 or the nine, nine members. She wants to extend a formal apology to Matt Um, for not getting back to him about the state of the conference. Yeah. She, she said, she said, I have a lot of emails in my inbox that are flagged for return for replies. (laughs) Um, But um, there's two things that stood out to me um, about her press conference. The, The first is that somebody asked like, basically are we going to expand further and her answer was something along the lines of you know we're we're always well she said there are plenty of plenty of people out there with their hands raised wanting to get into this conference who which i found interesting besides Uh, besides fbs schools who she basically said um she basically said you know that that right now we're going to stand firm with the members that we have. We're adding Kennesaw next year, but that we're always exploring options and all this stuff. And um, as we record, there's some more realignment news coming out that I'm sure we'll talk about probably more next week after more dust has settled with the Pac-12, Big 12 stuff. And who knows what will happen this round. But um, the other thing that stood out to me about Judy McLeod's press conference is... This person has the least amount of charisma that I have ever seen in a person giving a press conference. Like I talked about the, yeah, I talked about the players, you know, being uncomfortable. She just like monotone, like no emotion. 
you know, she's like, we're really excited about the state of the conference. And, you know, we, we might look at, and it's just like, wow, this is like really inspiring. And I know she's talking to the media. So like not supposed to be talking to fans, but what do you expect? Like Billy Mays on Coke? But it's yeah. the opposite of like Dr. So Wood. Billy Mays, right? It, so yeah, I was talking well. to Dr. Wood and then I came and sat down at this press conference and Dr. Wood is like, oh yeah, man, like, yeah, like uh, let's go meet Kenneth Dixon. You know, like he's, he's like shaking hands and like, you know, meeting people, kissing Dr. babies, all that stuff. Personable. And Judy McLeod is like, just like. He, he, I feel like he makes it a point to be very personable with people and like. That's something that especially whenever you're, like, you know, in a conference you just lost, like, all the good teams, you should probably try to be a little bit more personable with, like, you know, people so they're less pissed off, I guess. I just want to know if Dr. Wood is going to leave space on his, on the LaTeX jet for us to go to San Diego. Hmm. We should inquire about that in Nebraska. Yeah. Let's, let's talk to him. him Lincoln. So that was my experience um, at Conference USA Media Day. Um yeah, I got a I got a free like wireless phone charger that has Conference USA branding on it, so that's kind of cool, I guess. Is that poison? Right. Uh, Evan, quick question: Did yeah. you ask Doctor Wood why our football recruiting director is tweeting out Dave Chappelle, <laughs> R. Kelly gifts all the time? <laughs> Inquiring minds wish to know. Uh, it's on you. It's on you. That was my next question for him, but we unfortunately ran we'll out have of to time. Ask in Nebraska. So. Well, I'd like to know what I would. I, I we all know she's lying, but I would be curious to know if it were true who that would. Yeah, I'm entail. sure. I'm sure there are plenty of schools with their hands raised. You know, like you know that doesn't Carl. have a football team anymore. Or uh, Centenary. Yeah, Centenary State. The Shreveport yeah, Athletic Club. Their football Club. program back. The the fictional Louis- University of Louisiana from uh, the Waterboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fun time in Arlington. Yeah, that's the that's the jingle that every time a door opened, that little jingle went off. <laughs> Welcome back to Arlington, everyone. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there's a song to be written there. Um, Come and look at both of my houses. The tech to Arlington slash DFW area seems to be uh, that portal seems to be pretty strong. Yeah, All I for know sure. Is that Evan referenced conference realignment, and there could be some trickle down here again. Uh, I'm fully capable of accepting LaTeX invitation to the Pac-12. I have okay. been saying this we'll send you to do for it. a happy year that we're going to end up in the Pac-12. Yeah, Matt and Leah are going to lead the negotiation team for on Tech's who, behalf. Who is this cute, beautiful baby <laughs> and this fat, robed man? <laughs> oh. I don't Leah think anybody could say no to Leah, course. though. Yeah, well, I wish I could say no to food. It's just you on one side of the table demanding <laughs> like to be let into the Pac-12, and then Henry Kissinger on the other side. Oh, God. I don't like the implications that you're making here. I'm not sure if I fully understand them. I'm ashamed. Anyway, like, sound like a fun time to kind of lead into some other football talk. With the media day uh, this past week, Conference USA also released their preseason poll. I think we mentioned at the top. Uh, Tech was picked to finish fourth in the conference with Western Kentucky finishing first with 18 first place votes, Liberty in second with four, the Middle Tennessee, then Tech. Rounding out the bottom, though, New Mexico State, UTEP, Jacksonville State, FIU, then Sam Houston. How do we feel about where Tech is and how do we feel about FIU not actually predicted to be the worst team in the conference this year? Sounds about right. I don't I still don't. I still don't think Tech's going to win the conference, but I see no reason why they shouldn't be in the in the top half there. 
given the fact that a lot of these teams have just left FCS or D2, whatever they call it now. I don't so know. I feel like I don't last think it's year. that surprising. Do you think Sam Houston is just at the bottom because they're not eligible for the championship? Um, I, I think they've, they have, um, you know, they had a lot of players that left after that national championship season in 2021. Yeah. Um, the spring season. So I'm not sure if they're, you know, going to be as good as maybe we expected when we heard that they're going to come in, but they did have a dope helmet though at the, at the thing. So probably like the third or fourth best helmet of the group. Did it feature a giant Sam Houston statue? No, it had a weird looking, I guess, bearcat thing with like a sailor cap on. I, I don't know. It was, Gotta go look it at the was Twitter just account. different, you know? Oh, great. I don't know. I guess I'm like cautiously optimistic about fourth just because last year we went into this like I knew I know we didn't think that we were going to win Kusa last year, but it just felt like we were still overly optimistic for what we got. So I'm just like. I don't know. I'm kind of like cautious, cautiously optimistic about fourth overall in the com- conference this year. Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's going to be really interesting to see how we start the season. So one of the one of the talking points from Media Day was that um, we had we have 45 new That's, players on the team, well, whether they're transfers woo-hoo. or uh, junior college guys or um, or high school. So that leaves 40 that were on the team before. So it's going to take us some time to like know who the fuck is on the team. Uh, same thing for the guys who are on the team. So and with a week zero game, that's also a conference game. Like I know it's that's FIU, crazy. That's crazy. But, but we lost to FIU last year. Right. So like we we have to come out swinging and the, our schedule is actually really nice to do that. We've got. We've got FIU, we've got SMU, who will have a new quarterback, and it's their first game of the year, our second, and then Northwestern State, and then after that, we got UNT, who's in the first year of a new coach. So they also beat us last year, but like we've got a chance to like kind of hit the ground running, maybe maybe three and one, right? Like is is relatively realistic, I think. <sighs> um, I mean, or we have a chance to like be let down entirely, oh, yeah. and then four four games into the season we've just given up all that hope also could happen um but i think i think fourth you know feels right from where we are right now but like wait till we're three and one or or four and oh after those first four games and we'll be like hell yeah we're winning this whole thing when we haven't like really played a tough game yet you know hey one of the smart people on this podcast what was the prediction last year that like or the poll prediction for us i'm like third no idea. fourth no, I think like it was no, it was lower. Seven? It, yeah, I don't think it was top four. I, like six is what's sticking out in my brain, but I mean, we finished last, so <laughs> yeah, I know. So you can only go up. We were at least predicted to finish ninth last year. Woo! Oh, really? Yeah, with only Rice and FIU below us. Eh, well, I'm glad we beat them for the bottom spot, so to speak. Well, we can only do better. False. We could do the same. Well, I guess we could technically do worse since these teams are arguably not as good as the teams that left the conference. I'm torn on whether or not I want Tech to go 12-0 and win the national title or go 0-12. <laughs> Which one gives us um, more walls? 0-12. Yeah. Without question. <laughs> but 12-0, and like, burst our egos, so... We could pull yeah, I mean, we, we could... We- we could use some ego inflation at this point. We can pull a TCU, go undefeated, then lose in the playoff final... Horribly. Yeah, 63 to Georgia. 
Well, if Tech ever did win a national championship in football, I would probably have to hire an attorney. There's going to be a lot of infl- there's going to be a lot of inflammatory stuff on the internet. <laughs> we are sad to announce that Matt is no longer associated with GCDD. Yes. I, I resign. <laughs> Oh, well. Don't make us write that memo. Please don't. Yeah, so lose a bunch of games, please. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I'm That's still terrible. I'm still hopeful that we'll go back in time and win both the men's and women's basketball championships in 2022 oh, so that man. Matt would have to, I think, get on PCP. PCP and go through a car wash or something. <laughs> Backwards while singing <laughs> Row Row Your Boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Matt. So what are you going to do if we go 12-0 and 0 and win the conference this year? I don't know. Probably try to take a shit on the handstand. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he does have a daughter now, so it does yeah, have to be gotta a little less down destructive. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shitting on myself, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's just Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, how many no, diapers uh, do you change in a day? It's fine. That's no big deal. I change diapers occasionally. I really don't want to take a shit on myself. So, Tech, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's, let's just 11 and 1 just to be safe. Let's blow it in the conference championship. Oh God, no, no, again. No, man, but no. yeah, I think we'll we'll preview the we'll start previewing the season probably what next week. Are we committing to that? I, I'm maybe. I can't believe it's that soon. We can't commit to anything. Or we're going to talk to some other conference USA newcomers, right? Yes, we'll, we've okay. at least got one of those lined up in a couple weeks, and we'll see for next week whether we'll do a football season preview or talk to a team that you only learned about a couple months ago when they were invited to Kusa. Got to keep the audience on yeah. their toes. Well, there's 45 newcomers on the football team, so we could fill like seven episodes with that. Gotcha. We're previewing <laughs> basketball now. <laughs> yeah, the the basketball. Yeah, that's going to be fun. We got we got Jordan Crawford and Isaiah Crawford, and then everybody else I don't fucking we, know. Please tell me we just recruited a bunch of people with the last name Crawford. Yeah. Oops, Oops all Crawford. <laughs> that would be a fun off-season podcast next year. Can we build a full roster of teams with the last name? I'll be the same. This is going to sound pretty stupid, but every time Josh speaks, I like to imagine that he's on a walkie-talkie in Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> That's Why Afghanistan? We'll just add some explosion sounds in post and yeah. Soundboard. Yeah, yeah it's not on the soundboard yet, so. <laughs> oh, God. I've taken shrapnel. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the sound effect was giving its own sound effect to describe the use of the sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, scared. I'm scared. Okay, I think one last football preview thing that we can do right now is talk about the preseason watch list for Conference USA because that was also announced this week with all the other media stuff. Uh, Smoke Harris at wide receiver, Carson Bruno at offensive line, Willie Roberts at defensive back, Deshaun Hall at defensive line, and Smoke Harris again at punt returner and kick returner are all named. I believe they picked five players from each school, and then for Tech, they had to double up and pick Smoke twice. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. You'd hope that we would have more, but we've won six games the last two years combined, so I guess that's... uh... You know, that's why we only have four uh, plus the double for Smoke. But Smoke was actually asked in the press conference, um, you know, what does it mean to you to be named? Because uh, he was also named the the preseason special teams player of the year. And he said, um, basically, he said, I, I don't really care about that. I was raised, you know, don't eat the cheese, go out and 
you know, like actually proven on the field. Um, what an odd analogy. Yeah. Um, UTSA fans in shambles because somebody else said something about cheese. Um, but uh, yeah, so I thought that was interesting because that was actually one of the questions I had written down. Like, you know, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean to you? Uh, and then he was like, it was like a 10 second answer. Like, I don't really care about that. He said it ain't mean <laughs> shit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited to watch him return punts. That's for sure. Hopefully uh, a lot of punts. Hopefully we can force a punt. Yeah. That's- I, yeah. I want to see Hank Bachman Turner overdrive throw the bombs to smoke. I think that one needs some more workshopping too, but we'll, we'll find it. No, it absolutely Fuck doesn't. You. Great, great one. <laughs> I mean, I think you could say Hank Bachmeyer Turner Overdrive, though. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Is Bachenheimer anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> he, and Hank's uh, slogan could be, You ain't seen nothing yet. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, Evan, I have an important question for you. On anything that you got from Media Day that had Kusa branding, is there a dash in the CUSA? No, it's all got the like the like upside down Twitter logo looking thing in, in it. Oh, okay. So yeah. an upside it, down it, X it, is still an X. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not reused merch. Got it. No, uh, I don't think so. I was just curious. Okay, yeah. I want to give this week's tweet of the week to a uh, former guest on the show, Michael Rodriguez at underscore Michael R14. <laughs> who pointed out when Saturday Down South listed the programs that Alabama has a losing record against, conveniently forgot to include Louisiana Tech on that list. Tech has a three-game winning streak against Alabama, and they only have two. So he screenshotted Winsipedia and replied, and that's a great tweet because it's it it's uh, he, uh, it's correct. Did he play for Birmingham this year, or did he ultimately not play? No, uh, he, he re- did He retired. Yeah, he, he retired. Oh yeah, he just quit playing. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Michael. He's he's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he is. I, I thought I I feel bad. I was hoping he was going to get a spot, but I mean, I get it. There's only so long you can keep going at it. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Go Tech Please Don't Die podcast. As always, you can follow us on X at G O T E C H P L S D N T D I E. Fucking Elon! Come on, man. God, I hate it. Shelon. However long that lasts. But when it falls into the ground, follow us on threads. On threads, on Instagram, both are the same with the same username, gtpdd.dog. Or you can just enter that into your URL bar and head to our blog and check out our shop. Right now, we still are in July, so we still have beer glasses up in the shop for this month's merch of the month. Um, And you can get them for a bit of a discount and, you know, Soon they won't be discounted anymore. So if you want a beer glass, if you just are looking for things to put your beer in, buy a glass. If anybody you know that's having a wedding needs some fine china. Yeah, and I think, yeah, I think we got through everything. So yeah, until next time, I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. I'm Josh. I'm Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Josh. And go tech. Please don't die. Yeah, jumping back for a second, though, I can uh, confirm that Kenneth Dixon does have a job. I found his LinkedIn and he lists being a professional football player for the Baltimore Ravens on his LinkedIn, which is, you know, kind of nice. I would. What's he up to then? What's his job?
He is a receiving technician at Clean Harbors in Monroe. Oh. Well, is he, though? I'm, that might be terribly outdated. It started five months ago, and he shared four months ago. I'm happy to share that I'm starting a new position as receiving technician at Clean Harbors. Wow. Well, there you go, Matt. Well, what's crazy is my grandfather worked at Clean Harbors for 20-something years. Is Kenneth oh, Dixon God. Matt's grandfather? Could be. <laughs> Have we ever seen Kenneth Dixon and Matt's grandfather in the same room crossover at the same episode? time? The implications are astounding. <laughs> 